Welcome to Define Love, a podcast where we explore the tarot as a supportive tool for our everyday lives. I am your host, Rebecca Galoo, and this week we're being asked to return to what is in order to make room for new dreams to flourish. Enjoy! So good to be back here with you in this divine love space. I am feeling, I want to say, a bit melancholic today. Perhaps it's the changing of the seasons here in the Northern Hemisphere. And, I mean, the changing of the season to fall, that is. But there's something in the air. And... You know, I have personal reasons as to why this month is kind of full of grief. But I think the season itself is is a season of grief. I think fall's medicine is really about the importance of grief and what that looks like through all of its different shades. Of course, you know, we know anger and acceptance and denial and sadness and we're familiar with the seven stages of grief, but they don't come in those linear ways, do they? They come in spirals and I suppose I'm just speaking to those of you out there who may be feeling a little bit of grief around this time and perhaps you don't have a name for why or something to point to that can give you an answer as to as to why. <laughs> but even if you don't have a straightforward answer, I invite you to lean into this season like you would for a moon ritual. This past week we had a new moon in Libra and for whoever of you practice rituals with the moon you tap into the energy and you use it because it's potent and we can do the same thing with the changing of seasons and really lean into what they have to offer. Uh, I think that fall is in some ways a kind of intimidating season to step into as it really asks us to let go and let things pass away. And whether we see that consciously or externally in our lives, things are passing away. And I think that if you are an empathetic person, you feel it. Maybe you aren't tapped into it consciously, but you feel it. And I'm definitely feeling that, just kind of wanting to cry in the quiet moments, I've been finding myself wanting to keep busy and keep music on and keep podcasts going because I'm trying to run from the grief. And then there are moments where I just allow myself to sit in it. And I think that's important during this time. You know, when we don't process things, they just stay in the body. I read on an email somewhere that you know feelings buried alive never die (laughs) and 
I believe that. But it's not always easy to face one's feelings and there's not always, it's not always the right time or the right environment. So take your time with it. You know, seasons are long, <laughs> long enough to take the time to step into what they're asking us to step into. I think it's appropriate that in the fall season we experience justice, death. These are the major arcana cards associated with Libra and Scorpio. So yeah, just consider that. That was kind of a sad long preamble. <laughs> but yeah, I guess it's just if any of you out there feeling kind of lost and sad, you're not alone. <laughs> you're not alone. And it's okay. Sometimes I can get down on myself for feeling that way, you know, and try to like push myself out of it. But this is this is a season of grief, so don't be too hard on yourself if that's what you're feeling. Today I decided I was going to use my Mother Peace tarot deck. It's a circular tarot deck and I think I was drawn to it because it makes me think of like the liminal imaginal realm, like a dream dreamscape. Um, I love my fifth spirit tarot deck, but I just felt like today the Mother Peace tarot deck wanted to be used and I wanted to use it. Just the imagery is very powerful and I think can hold a lot of intense emotion. So I'm just going to say right off the bat, this reading might be a bit more intense. Uh, and I think it's partly because I'm feeling a little bit intense myself these days. So for what we're being invited to, to pay attention to this week, as we step further into the darkness that fall brings here in the Northern Hemisphere, what can we pay attention to? Oh, wow. Okay. I just finished talking about justice, the justice card, because it's ruled by Libra. And we have justice here. It's a really beautiful card. So it's a major arcana. And in the mother piece, this is the eighth card. For those of you that are more familiar, you'll know that sometimes justice and strength will be sw swapped in terms of where they fall in the major. But here with the mother piece, it's, it's the eighth card. And it's in reverse, it's upside down. We have these women in a forest or a field, but there's a tree that they're sitting next to. And there's also a, a, a stream coming down off of this rock edge. And there's a reindeer and it's a beautiful picture. I wish I could show you. This one of the women has her hands on a tree, her hands on the tree, and she has her other hand on the rock in the water stream. And there's three women. One of the women is touching the reindeer. Another one of the women is sitting down, and and especially the woman that is touching, you know, she's touching the tree, she's touching the waterfall. There's a sense of really wanting to be connected to one's space and wanting to feel the energy of where 
one is at this time. And I've heard it said of the justice card before, and I really appreciate this, is that it's about being with what is here right now. You cannot bring forward true justice, really meet something with your presence, unless you are there experiencing it. And I just want to say that that's really, really hard, being present, especially during moments of grief, seasons of things passing away and things being hard. It's really hard to stay present. I think that's even something that we can honor this week is just the difficulty of staying present and 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 in that way bowing to how difficult things may be for us right now. If we, if we feel lost or if we feel like we don't know what direction we're going in or we're in a really confusing space and we don't know the way forward, you know, maybe we're having an argument with someone and we don't know how to get out of it. There's some type of conflict that we don't know how to bring resolution to. It's so hard to stay in that space and bring breath to it. And justice is ruled by Libra, which is an air sign. So we do have that breath, that ability to bring clarity through centering the body. It's incredible how my Breath is my number one tool when I am in a space that feels really overwhelming and and I don't know my way forward. I have to lean into my breath because if I don't, my mind goes bazonks and I am, you know, triggered and I'm, I'm a flight, fright, fleas, fleas, hilarious. Did you just hear what I said? Fright, flight, freeze. So I really get a sense of bowing this week, bowing to where one is, no matter where that may be and what you may feel or think about it. If you are, you know, like I was this week, I was feeling this really subtle but very powerful criticism and judgment. Uh, it, it just slithers, it slithers into my, my aura very easily. I... I only know it by the way that it makes me feel, which is like shit. <laughs> so, you know, perhaps you're, you're, you're not really feeling yourself this week or you're not really feeling others or life or, as I said, you're just kind of lost on the map, bowing to whatever is here. I, I don't know why this card makes me feel such a tremendous amount of grief. I think there's definitely something to connecting with nature. You know, we have this woman touching a tree, touching a stream, connecting with the nature, with nature and the elements of water and earth. We also have mushrooms in the picture, which are mushrooms are a symbol of ancestors and ancestry. So Especially during this time, we're getting closer to Samhain, where the veil will be thin and our ancestors are, are always with us, but we can feel them a bit more present. And I think there's something to be said about lineage and recognizing that half of what we feel comes from a long line of feelings. 
from other people's bodies and stories that we have inherited. And so there is medicine to tapping into one's ancestry if that is something that resonates with you. And there's also tapping into kind of one's animal spirit, one's instinct, as we have the symbol of the reindeer here. Tapping into, yeah, be the animal within that I think that as humans, we so easily kind of separate ourselves from nature and we forget we are nature. <laughs> we are animal and we completely kind of sever ourselves from that part of our psyche because we have this idea that we are above or beyond it in some way. And it's just not the case. <laughs> so take time this week, if you can, if you can, to sit, to listen. I know it's really hard because as I said, I've been avoiding it a lot this week, but I feel it. I'm so tired and I'm so sad. And part of it is because something is asking me to sit with it and be with it. And as I said, this month is a very personal month for me because <laughs> um, something happened to me this time three years ago that was really, really hard for me and my body. <laughs> Not to get too emotional, but it's for me to sit with and to heal. And this is... This month is the perfect month to do that. This season is the perfect season to do that. It's it's the energy, it's the potency of this time. So if you really want to do some deep healing work where it's like you'll let in this stream of healing, now is the time. I told you that this podcast today was going to be a bit more intense. <laughs> Hopefully you're feeling it. If not, then wait till next week. Maybe I'll be a bit more lighthearted. But I'm really leaning into the mystery of this fall season. It's very mysterious, very unknown. Leaning into my more witchy side. <laughs> so for what, you know, the part of us that maybe we're pushing aside, ignoring, not listening to, not seeing, that would like to be seen and heard. This is the next card that we're pulling. Oh, wow. I think this speaks very perfectly. I was actually hoping we'd get a cups card. Sometimes you need a good cups card to come in and give you the grace you can't give yourself, the tears that you need to let flow. We have the eight of cups. And this image is of an octopus and in each tentacle it is holding, you know, some type of container, you know, uh, some type of cup, whether it's a vase or a jug. Again, we have an animal, so we have an octopus. There is that part of us that is deep down below, maybe in the unconscious, subconscious realms, the unknown realms that has access to kind of all kinds of emotions and emotional history that is actually there as a guide. We have these parts of us that know the unknown spaces so well, 
but we're not tapped into them or maybe we kind of fear them and they're actually there as guides during times of emotional arousal so with this eight of cups I really get that sense that yeah there is a part of us that has the answer so to speak and also has the space to hold what is happening you know that expression you know I've only got two hands you know I can't carry everything this octopus has eight hands and there's literally this ability to hold what can sometimes feel like the entire ocean right and it may be this part of us that is calling us to sit and say, listen, I want to clear some of this out. I want to clear some of this out of your life. Again, that that passing on, that dying cycle. I want it to move out so that we can bring in fresh water. You know, we can bring in fresh flow. Things aren't stagnant. Again, feelings buried alive never die. And we need to be letting things out pouring pouring things out however however that looks you know we could even do a ritual if we wanted of pouring water out you know speaking into the water pouring it out you know out onto the soil having that sense of release there are so many creative rituals you can come up with in terms of releasing one's emotional space but i i encourage you to listen to that part of you that is is saying, okay, wait a second, I've got a lot of cups here, I've got a lot of things we're carrying, and which ones can we kind of put down, let go of? I know we're not using my fifth spirit tarot deck, but the image on that deck is literally of a house that's leaking, and you see all the eight different pots, you know, water dripping inside the pots from the leaky roof, and the door is open and there's a whole pathway right in front of us. So there is that sense of let go. What have you been kind of holding on to for a really long time that wants to be let go of in order to make room for something more, some different types of emotions? And that's really the importance of grief, right? You lose something and how you process it is by slowly letting it go through crying or screaming or dancing or laughing or whatever I was gonna say having sex doing something in your body that literally releases an energy and this speaks to me you know there are so many stories that I have of myself so many emotional hang-ups that I have that you kind of hold to yourself like you're nursing a wound and that's again it's this is not with the justice card there is there's no judgment we're just being with what is so if you see that you're nursing a wound just be with that and say what what is it in the wound that I am so attached to that I feel secure in that I feel I need to make a home in and really it's keeping me sore but this is hard work. This is an easy work. This is very emotional. And, you know, just a few nights ago, I had a really big cry because I just, I feel like there's so much sometimes emotional baggage that is holding me back and I don't know how to let it go. You know, it's, it's, it feels like, uh, strangely, like this cozy blanket 
when really it's actually a heavy weight. You know what I mean? So it's tough. This is tough. Very tough. And I think it's interesting, right? It's eight of cups and justice in this deck is eight. So we're on that same theme again, being with the emotions that are here. And it's not about forcing them off of you or shaming yourself into letting them go. It's really about being with them. And in being with it, how does that naturally allow it to pass on? You know, if you've heard someone out in a conversation, they're more likely to kind of move on from what they've said because they felt they've been heard. They don't need to say it again. They move forward. They continue on. Same thing with our uh, emotions or parts of us that are hurt or want some attention. You give them the attention. You show them that presence that, the ju that justice brings. And presence is so healing. Just being present with something can allow it to shed so naturally. But it's probably the most terrifying because it asks you to be with it in your body. And we all know how difficult it is to be in our body during seasons of pain or loss. So our medicine for this week. <sighs> we have another cups card. It's the seven of cups in reversed. It's interesting because, right, we have the Eight of Cups. Now we have the Seven of Cups. I see a single woman. There is a single woman almost looking like she's on a, an island. And on top of her head, there is one giant cup. And it almost looks like there are these pieces of seaweed coming out from the center of the cup on her head and reaching out to six other cups that are kind of around her. And above it all, there is this white dove. The white dove immediately to me symbolizes some type of hope and freedom. There is that sense of, well, I think about the story in Noah's Ark. I can't remember if it was a dove exactly, but that symbol of a white bird that is coming and saying, there's land, there is somewhere to land, there is somewhere to, to dock safely. There is a sense of hope and perhaps we are feeling like this woman in the center and we are kind of giving our cup to several different things. And I suppose my one question to you would be, can you name or list some of the things in your life that you are channeling your emotions towards. Often the Seven of Cups is regarded as you're in this position where there are many options available to you and they're not yet manifested physically, but you know, there, there are these ideas or dreams, fantasies, and I want to use that word nursing again. We're kind of nursing the fantasy in our minds, in our imaginations, 
And there's two ways, I suppose. Well, there's more than two ways that a card can be interpreted, but I think it's for us to, especially with that justice card, know when daydreaming and fantasizing is medicinal and helping us get through a hard time and when it's actually keeping us stuck and keeping us from moving forward. It's a seven, right? Seven of cups. So we have that chariot and there is a movement happening and it just depends on Again, go back to that justice card. Where are we? I like this seven of cups for us this week because it's as, a, as though the medicine can be taken in, in different ways. Again, do you find, are you in a place where kind of just imagining and daydreaming is helping you kind of get above the heaviness and giving you that sense of breath and ease that you really need? Or are you using it as a way to kind of shelter yourself in and keep yourself safe and protected against, you know, the fear of making the wrong decision or the fear of change or evolution or becoming a new you, evolving into a new you? <sighs> yeah, that's really what I'm, I'm getting for us is this medicine. It's hard. The justice card, it, it's hard to stay in balance and justice does ask us to consider balance. It's really hard to stay in balance. As I've heard it said before, balance is not a destination. It is a practice. And we can either judge ourselves when we're out of balance or we can see it with grace or but it's hard. <laughs> so looking back, I'm going to go over them quickly and kind of weave them together before I choose a Moonology card. So we're, we're being invited to pay attention to the Justice card. This is our balance, where we are, what's going on, what's happening on our bodies, what's happening in our homes, in our families. Have we eaten yet today? Do we need to take a shower? Kind of just being with your body in the moment, really coming back to the present and not thinking so much about the long term and how we're going to change everything in one moment, because it's not one moment. It's never one moment. <laughs> it's several moments, several choices over and over again that change the way that we show up, right? And with the part of us that wants to be heard and seen, we have the Eight of Cups. So again, that part of us that says, okay, there's something that needs to be let go of. Let's let go of something. Let's, let's let it release so that we can bring in something new and we can have a fresh emotional slate, so to speak. And with our medicine, the Seven of Cups, during this time of mystery and you know Halloween's coming where there's play and costuming and playing a character playing something uh, an archetype so to speak because that's what really Halloween gets us to do we get to play our shadows we get to play the devils we get to play the monsters so kind of leaning into that 
to some extent and then knowing when you know maybe we're kind of getting stuck there as well and I feel like the seven of cups to me and I'm going to be honest in this reading comes up as a bit of a mystery it feels very mysterious like I'm looking at it and it's hard to interpret and I think that's because it's going to show up differently for everyone this week so just be aware of what your dreams are what you're fantasizing about what you're imagining just be aware of your imagination this week and whether it is helping you or hindering you so now we will look to uh, the moon to guide us through dark spaces you know myself I can kind of get stuck in the liminal realm I am I I in some ways feel very comforted by being in the unknown and the mystery and like sadness and chaos sometimes because it doesn't require me to move forward really I get to stay in the imaginal and sometimes it can keep me stuck but at the same time it is important for me to be able to visit there so that I can work through things on an imaginal level, which is really important for one's entire health and their perspective. Wow, okay, this is beautiful. I feel like this gives me some enlighten, enlightenment to our Seven of Cups. We have the waxing crescent moon, which actually the moon is a waxing crescent currently. And it says, have faith in your dreams. Wow. Wow. Okay. Suddenly I feel like we can really interpret this Seven of Cups in not so gloomy a way. <laughs> Sorry if I'm being gloomy, everybody. But there's really a sense of when we clear space in the Eight of Cups, again, a wound that we're nursing, when we clear that up, we can really be open to our dream space and let our dreams guide us and let our dreams show us the next step. Uh, maybe some of you are into dream interpretation. I live for it. <laughs> when I have a dream that, you know, you wake up from a dream and it's like, it just feels so poignant. You're, you feel almost like there is something in the room with you. And it doesn't mean that in a scary way, it's just, it, you feel a presence of something. And, you know, you, you, you're like, this was a, I got to interpret this. I got to figure this out. What does this mean? And, and again, it doesn't have to be nighttime dreams. It could be daydreaming. But just pay attention to your dreams this week. And remember that your dreams are not silly. Your dreams are not for nothing. They are such an important part to growing as a human and learning to trust in oneself and in one's inner voice. It's a, our dreams are a direct link, link to our unconscious and to the parts of us. That, that's like the communication. That's the, that's the communicative link that we have to our unconscious part of ourself and the collective unconscious. So it, through our dreams, we are actually in some ways um, connected to the collective space so now that I see this this card have faith in your dreams I see that the seven of cups is actually kind of a light 
in this dark times. It is like this nightlight. <laughs> and it's it, it says play. It says have fun. It says enjoy. It says allow your inner child to come forward a little bit more you know I know often it's just that it's children who trick-or-treat right and they really get into the costume of it I mean also the candy of it but it, it's so exciting and how can we tap into the excitement to balance out kind of like the sadness of things going and leaving I don't think that it's a coincidence that during seasons of transition we have like major holidays and Halloween is kind of like a holiday for the fall right I mean we also have Thanksgiving but there's that sense of tapping into the imaginal realm creating a new fantasy you get to live a fantasy out so I want to say as we're moving through hard times and we're clearing out hard things from our heart and as I'm as I'm doing this reading I'm literally like feeling my heart in my chest right now there is just so much on my chest and and it needs to come out it really needs to come out and so let things out let things go and in order to balance out the difficulty of that play be in your imaginations write out your dreams sing allow yourself to imagine yourself as someone else doing something else in a different job in a different city and I don't mean that in a kind of escapist way I mean utilizing our imagination because imagination is actually an important part of justice work right I've heard it said before if you cannot imagine it it cannot come to fruition so you have to imagine it first so imagine yourself a in a in a better place this week imagine yourself in a better place and I'm going to take that I'm going to put it in my back pocket because <laughs> I'm saying it and I need to hear it so imagine yourself in a better place this week and I mean better in terms of lighter less heavy I don't mean more good you know where we are right now if like me you're feeling uh just heavy just kind of heavy that's okay that's not bad it's it's an important part of being alive is to flow through the seasons you know as opposed to resist them it's very helpful to have that hope you know I talked about in the seven of cups we have that that dove it is a symbol of there is a place to land and I say that because in Noah's Ark he sent out a bird to find something that gave a sign of land right somewhere that they could land while they've been on this ark for 40 days and 40 nights and it comes back with a twig eventually. And there's that sense of there is a landing. There is, even though, you know, we don't know what our future holds, no one really does. No matter how much control you think you have over your life, things can happen in a moment and completely change your life upside down. So utilize that in a way where it's exciting and inspires you to continue and to stay here and stay present with it because often it's through the struggle that you know really beautiful things grow like the lotus flower comes through the mud right to the surface of the water so now we have our archetypes deck here i'm really curious to see what archetype comes forward for us today one fell out wow 
Okay. We have the cave, and it is a image of you you see there's a sense of this enclosure and within the darkness you just see these eyes looking out from you within this enclosure beckoning you to come forward into the cave the cave <laughs> the cave see things can be scary i mean you you outside a cave what could be in a cave a bear anything it could also be shelter from the storm but we are being invited to explore and this is not a, a euphemism the cave we're being invited to go into the places that scare us and perhaps see that it is not as scary as we thought it was from the outside you know you might be standing outside of a cave and feel very reluctant to enter not knowing what is inside but we are being asked you know whatever you want to say by the the collective self by the universe by goddess by whatever you feel pulls you forward through life your own spirit to enter the cave and it's going to show up for you in its own way this week. I don't know what's inside your cave. You don't know what's inside mine. And again, I know the cave sounds like a euphemism for a vagina. And maybe that is something to be explored. And I actually do see a link of that in my own life, but I won't go into that. Just if you feel like something is calling you in the cave has a threshold you know there is a threshold you are crossing over into something so we're being asked to step into cross over into something this could be you know a very pivotal moment in one's journey in our collective journey to go into the cave Oh, I really feel a sense of deep initiation for us, you know, coming up. The cave feels very initiatory to me. It is asking us to go within, to come inside, to go into the dark places that we are, are often trying to avoid, which, you know, it speaks back to the Eight of Cups, which links to justice. You know, which again, use our imaginations. You can do all this work using your imagination. There's so much to doing deep work by using story. So if you want to write a story this week, use your imagination to explore the cave. What does the cave mean to you? What does it look like to you? What keeps you from entering it? What draws you towards it? There's so much that can be done when it comes to processing these things through imaginal means creative means and now I want to read us a poem that I actually wrote near to this time three years ago and I had thought before I did this podcast recorded it today that I wanted to read it and I actually feel like it does fit <laughs> Here we go. 
The forgotten years of broken faces, turning shadow into shape, sharpening the edges of darkness. If the end could be placed on a shelf, its form would be jagged and would take to falling. I cut through a memory and find the answers we make up so as not to burst. I once saw a balloon exhale. It was bright, color, and seemed to forever float upward. I too can appear to breathe in constantly. What is the weight of air held in? Keeping spirits high, shall we all be blown up? There you have it. There it is. Another episode of Divine Love. I hope you enjoyed it. I know it was a bit intense this week. I love you. Thank you for listening. I really appreciate all of you who support me in this work. It means so much to me. So thank you for being here 